Welcome back to the Maxwell High School podcast. Continuing on with what we've been doing, our theme of speaking to students about their experiences with the COVID-19 lockdown uh, and getting to know some of our students a little bit better. We have Kayla and Matthew, as I mentioned, both Year 12 students again. So um, it, it is, for these guys, a bit of an important year. And so I want to talk to them firstly about how they found uh, the lockdown, which is what I've been doing. I might start with Matthew. At the end of last term, everyone was scattered to the four winds. We all uh, were told to stay at home and switch to remote learning. Um, how did you find all of that experience? Uh, it was kind of a odd thing. I didn't really do all that much for the first week because I wasn't real sure on what we were doing. I got into it more in the second week. It was kind of like a... It was odd because I had all the... Distri- the distractions of being home and having all all my stuff that I would want to do at home compared to work like you know <laughs> so the, so the, so the so the 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 lure of of leisure got in the way a little bit yeah especially in the first week I really didn't do a whole lot but the second week I got in stuck in and got doing what I needed to do yeah so how did you find it did you do you like that sense of freedom in terms of you know, working to your own pace um, and, and um, you know, saying, okay, here's the schoolwork, I can do that at 7 o'clock in the morning or I can do it at 10 o'clock at night. Um, did that kind of suit your lifestyle or, or was that just a bit too much freedom? Yeah, it was a bit too much. Like, I could do whatever I wanted and I would find that I'd do things that I'd prefer to do. I like it at school a lot better because I can talk to the teachers face-to-face. Yeah, I, I think that that's a really common thread. And I don't know what Kayla is going to say, but it's a common thread that a lot of the students that we've spoken to about this have found, um, you know, they've missed that contact with their teachers. They've missed the ability to, I, I guess, that one-on-one interaction. From a family perspective, how did you find it at home? Like, was was it was everybody stuck at home in, in your household or was it, you know, there's still people going out to work? Yeah, um, mum works from home and she's a daycare person, so she yeah. looks after little kids and dad's a truck driver, so he's gone all afternoon yeah me and my little brother we were both stuck at home my little sister she went to school because she liked school but yeah until school ended yeah that's end right. of term. but um yeah everyone uh we our life would just continued as normal yeah right yeah. it's me and my brother were at home did you find it did you personally find it like a stressful time or like were you worried about the pandemic or was it not something that you sort of thought oh well it's happening on the ruby princess and that's where it can stay or, or, or you know were you a bit anxious about the whole thing yourself yeah i was kind of worried about it like kind of worried about getting it and spreading it at home because mm. i work at um a local grocery and i was worried about catching it there because you just touching things that other people have touched yeah. from other parts of the country. Then you got hundreds of people walking through that store, touching things that you're touching. So, so you found yeah. actually your own work reasonably stressful. Yes. Yeah, right. Um, did they put a lot of things, like I noticed I noticed uh, a lot of the shops now have got, um, you know, the, the plastic screens up in front of everybody, in front of the checkouts and things like that. Um, is that what what they've done in your workplace as well? Yeah. Yeah. We've okay. So they, they, the they they've tried to do something to to minimise what's going on. It is. I think for a lot of people, as I said, it's, it's been a, a, a bit of a stressful time, and I think uh, not so much because people are necessarily worried about getting the disease, uh, although that is a concern. But I think it's a lot of the unknown is is perhaps the biggest thing for some people. Thanks for that insight. All good, Kayla. 
What did you do? How did you find working from home? Um, I struggled with it the first week because I found that all my work was placed on me the first week of the holidays. Well, not really holidays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that a little slip of the tongue? Did you Just a little bit. I wish it was holidays, but I still struggled with work because it was all placed on me at once. Yeah. Um, it was really hard trying to get it all completed, but I did slowly work through it and finally it is done. And yeah. I don't have to worry about it. Did you find that? Did you find that you were able to break your days down? Because obviously, as you said, like it was like the first, um, you know, the first week. I think all the teachers were just going, "There's all the work, just yeah, smash it out did there." That to us. And and so, did you find that like you had this bulk work? Were you able to manage your time in terms of breaking it down and saying, "Okay, well, I'm only going to do this today," or or did you find the thing that you were just oh, I've got to get all this work done and, and were you doing like long days or were you able to break it down? I was actually kind of doing both. Like yeah. there was the first week I think I just went, yeah, I'm just going to get it done, yeah. which then I found I was stressing my brain and like it was just <laughs> too – it was too much for me. It's too much. Then I was just like, yeah, I'll do it in pieces. But then I was like, oh, this is boring me. So I moved on to my next work yeah. and then that would bore me. So I just like kept changing from work to work and like – Watching movies in between. <laughs> yeah, did you did you um, did you find that you were working like like school is traditionally you know like nine o'clock to ten past three? Did you find yourself working to those hours, or were you working like crazy hours? Well, I would sleep till like eleven, so yeah, <laughs> I would be working after like maybe start at like one o'clock and then finish at like six or something. Right. So you changed the school. So I kind of changed it around. <laughs> you changed the school day for yourself. Yeah. Which is. But the only thing that was sucked was I had to get up at um, before 10 o'clock and sign in. So oh. I did a dodge stuff and I just signed in and went back to sleep. Oh, okay. <laughs> which I'm guessing most people did. Well, you know, look, it's, it's interesting. There's actually plenty of. There's plenty of research around that, that talks about uh, teenagers uh, and their sleep patterns and when they're when they're like their brains are most active, and and it is often a bit flipped around for for young people in terms of um, you know they can actually achieve more you know in hours where older people cannot. So you know their sleep patterns can be quite different. So you saying that you get up at eleven and start doing your work and work until <laughs> six or whatever, yeah. you know that actually kind of perhaps fits with your age group a little bit. So that's you know that I, I think there are a lot of people that would have done that. I don't think you'd be like the only one. Like you know, yeah. I'm pretty sure that um, Ethan and Elliot would have been sleeping until eleven. I'm sure everyone would have been. Yeah, well, lots <laughs> not of wanting to get up well, yet. So, some some people are early early birds though, because I was talking earlier to Declan and um, Aaron about their sporting stuff and those guys are up at like five o'clock every day so it's it's hard to imagine that their lives would have their routines would have changed all that much but anyway so um, you obviously spent all the time at home yeah I did was your family pretty much in lockdown like um, or, or was it pretty much life as normal like Matthew was saying for his family um, well mum and I were at home from working from home dad was going occasionally when the boss wanted him. Yeah. Um, Madison was still doing her days that she did. Yeah, right. Yeah. So so for your family there was a bit of change but a bit then of change, but not a lot of change. Lot it was pretty easy. Okay. So with only two of you working at home it might have been, you know, not not really any points of stress or anything like that. Apart from when the internet doesn't work for us. <laughs> oh, did you have much trouble with that? 
Yes and no. Like where we are, where we live, it's really hard for the internet. We found that. Do you know? Sorry, I kind of cut you off. Do you know what kind of internet you have? <laughs> I don't know. I don't set that kind of stuff. Yeah, but right, yeah. We found that if one person's on the internet at a time, it works. But if two goes on it, it goes really okay. slow, and then it doesn't work, which is a struggle. So with both you and Mum working from home, it was kind of a struggle. But then we got into a routine of taking right. turns with each other. To okay. <laughs> to yeah, okay. I mean, that's that. That too is like a really good insight because. Again, like internet access for everybody at, at home is not the same. What about you, Matthew? Like, what's your, Do you know your internet connection? Uh, pretty sure we're with Telstra and our internet's pretty all right. Okay, so did you have um, – so you didn't have trouble with, with more than one person? No, nah, not a whole lot. Yeah, okay, that's different. You do part-time work as well? Yeah. Okay, so was, was, was that a stressful time for you or did, was your you, – the business that you worked for, did they kind of go down into lockdown? Um, well, her and her husband worked through the week, yeah. which they left at that and didn't really move it. She left pizza night still on Fridays, which we all, there's still three of us working Fridays, okay. which it wasn't really that stressful, but it was good to get out of the house. Like once a week, like it was exciting yeah, to yeah, get out of the house finally. Um, well, at least the COVID's kind of like gone down a bit. So like we're starting to get back to work now. I don't, want, long weekend. I don't want you to give any secrets, business secrets away, but... Was was the people that you were working for, were they as busy on the Friday nights cooking pizzas as normal or was it quieter, would you say? Surprisingly, it was kind of actually the same. Yep. Like there were some nights we were actually really busy and there was like maybe once or twice that we were actually kind of slow and not busy. Yeah, right. So on. it was kind of basically the same. Okay. All right. Well, I, I, thank you like for sharing those things with us because, you know, in some ways these are – bit of an historical record like we might look back on this in in years and go oh wow you know the co- the, the the covid crisis of 2020 <laughs> you know what were you doing and and all of it you know so it's 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 um it's i think it's really good and um and helpful i think to record these sorts of things you know and and, and no one may ever care let's be fair but it's i think it's still really valuable to record these sort of snippets of of history because We'll forget this time pretty quickly and we'll move on. And, and even now in some ways, um, I was commenting with uh, Taylor and Amy how we'd kind of forgotten about the fires and then we, because we had COVID. And will we forget about COVID because of the, some of the craziness that's going on in America perhaps? Who knows? Um, and just for a time stamp, it's to do with the George Floyd um, situation in America. That's why I referenced that. So, okay, I, I, I now am curious to know a little bit more about our students. As I said, as I have been saying, school's the one thing that draws us all to this place on a daily basis. But we are more than just school. Um, you know, we all do different things. And I am, I am curious to know a little bit about, about you guys on a more personal level and hopefully people will be keen to hear that as well. So, um, you know, Matthew... School's one facet of your life. What, what's something else that makes you up, makes you who you are? What do you like to do uh, when you're not focused on school? So one of those distractions I was talking about is gaming. I got a yep. uh, PlayStation and a PC in my room and that was something that's sitting there beside beside me as I'm working and it was kind of <laughs> like, you know, come on, you got, it's, you got it's something to come on and play. Matthew, Matthew, <laughs> Matthew, come and play. Yeah. Yeah, that was I, essentially it. Yeah, yeah, radio. So, um, 
Uh, I had Boyd and Aaron on earlier on, and they were talking about their gaming, and and Boyd was saying in particular that uh, he actually really quite disliked the idea of working from home because it was using that space that he used for his leisure and pleasure, and it took away from that and put it put it into a like a work framework. Did you find that, or you you're pretty able to separate, you know, work from leisure? Yeah, I'm pretty able to. Uh, separate my stuff I got a pile of uh, papers and stuff that when I get to them I do them yeah okay so so um, with your gaming uh, what are your games what's your poison uh, I normally play GTA COD and a bit of Minecraft so you know the basic game yeah, everyone plays Minecraft don't they <laughs> yeah do you play vanilla Minecraft yeah I don't have access to mods on the, on the console so yeah okay that's good I'm glad to hear someone still does it seems to me like no one does. So GTA, what's that? Uh, GTA, Grand Theft Auto, yep. GTA Five. Yep, you can go on and do illegal stuff on it. You know, <laughs> do illegal stuff. <laughs> you know, you can start a drug empire if you want. Or <laughs> yeah. um, and Minecraft is spoken. What was the other one that you said you? Uh, Call of Duty. Oh, Call of Duty. Okay, yeah. I think I've seen that. Is that like? Um, tell us a little bit about that because I'm not it's really a sure what it is. First person shooter. Okay, matches normally consist of like twelve people. Oh, six people on either side. Or okay, so eight. a little bit like um, CSGO. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Okay. I, I, I normally played Team Deathmatch and I've finished the campaign and the new one already, so... Okay. So so do you consider yourself to be pretty handy at playing playing these games? I'm more of a casual... I I mean, I do play a, a lot, but mm. I don't go full, like, um, they call it sweat, but I don't go full sweat at it. Yeah. I, um, I'm just... I play to play and it's fun. Yeah, good. Okay, so do you, do you find that you, you're you're able to keep pretty good balance? Like you don't let it, or are you playing hours and hours and hours every? Yeah, <laughs> he's tipping his head here. I'm not, I'm not sure whether we're going to get a truthful <laughs> answer. No, yeah, I do, I I do play a lot. Most afternoons I'm up pretty late, but mm. not too late. Like I, I still get up for school. So so, so be honest with you. What are your hours then? So when when you're saying you play it, you get you get yeah. on it when you get home. Yeah, and then I won't get off until 10, 12-ish. Oh, okay. On some nights, but also some nights I do get off and do schoolwork. Oh, <laughs> oh thank you for that. Oh, that, <laughs> that. That'll make the school feel much better. <laughs> that's I, I, I'm going to say that's perhaps not as outrageous as some people might have been expecting. Yeah. So that's, oh, that's good. So, uh, now, uh, console or PC? Uh, I got a, I normally play on console because I've only recently got my PC around mm. Christmas time and I mm. haven't really made the switch over okay so do you, th- do you think you will switch or do you think uh, you'll i think i'm thinking about switching when the next generation of console comes out that way i don't have to buy the next generation yeah okay well that'll make sense because then none of these things are cheap are they no they're like 600 yeah right oh, so <laughs> i'm not going to get one anytime soon <laughs> neither <laughs> am i yeah right okay well thank you matthew that's it's good to learn a little bit about you <laughs> um i wanted kayla what 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 are you into you like I've heard that you like playing football. It's actually soccer, Joycey <laughs> here. <laughs> Not <Soccer>. football. <laughs> you don't catch it. Look, I think there are some people here that would call it different, but you don't play it with your... Uh, hands. Hands. So play you play with your feet. So football makes sense, doesn't it? No. You're not, you're not catching it and running with it. You've got to kick it. <laughs> but, but footballers, the other football codes, the oval ball codes... The AFL. League and Union and AFL. Well, AFL catches it, I suppose. 
Yeah, but in soccer you can't catch it and run with it up the field. Yeah, but, but in football they don't use their feet. <laughs> I don't get this. Okay, so look, you quite like soccer. Yeah. You've been playing for a while? Uh, four years this year. Yeah, okay. What is it about soccer that you enjoy? I think it's just being out and about and just being able to like experience a different world in soccer. Like seeing I've been to three different teams, including in the four years I've been with. Mm. It's just different seeing all like the um, skills, the training, the different experiences within like soccer team, what the team's like. And it's just Saturdays are good to be out and about. Yeah, okay. So and it's good fitness as well for you. Okay, so um, like the lockdown would have occurred – the lockdown would have occurred kind of just when the season was about to start, really. We got about about maybe three weeks or four weeks training in, two mm. nights a week, and then the COVID came in and it just stopped it. Yep. We've actually only just started this week on Monday and Wednesday. Right. So um, I think Amy was in the other week and she was talking about how she's just started playing. Um, and that training has just started for her as well. I'm guessing you are the same age group, so you might yeah. come up, face each other in a in a competitive match at some point. So, um, do you think the the slow start and the 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 setback to the training will that will that affect your season or the the the, the soccer season much? Well, it's definitely definitely hundred percent going to affect it mm. because we were supposed to start at the end of March. Yeah. And we can't start seniors um, till mid-July, maybe end oh, of okay. July. Will that mean the season will be compressed? or, or It's definitely going to be smaller. The mm. games are definitely maybe the still same time length, yep. but I would say we're only going to verse a team once instead of twice. Oh, okay. And the grand finals, that's changing. So all, almost each game then will almost be a little bit like sudden death, won't it, in some ways? Kinda, if you want to go like that. Well, because you, you, yeah, but you don't get the opportunity to sort of say come back and have another go at them. And no. no. Well, we're not really sure how it's going this year because, like the um, FSA and no, that's not what it is. I think. Yeah, the football. Association. The football, something like that, um, hasn't really gave much insight to the clubs. Okay, so, so we're not sure what's going to happen this year if we're like allowed to be like still a full contact sport, or yep. we're going to have to keep kind of distance but somehow still play soccer or something or well, the rules are changing i don't know what's happening yeah i guess i guess, that, I guess um, you know as the government comes up with new guidelines as as we move forward and 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 we're not far off the long weekend as we mm. record this i think it'll be interesting to see how um, how this pans out in, in uh, after the long weekend and see um, you know just see how it goes and, uh, and you know maybe they might change or add restrictions or take restrictions away as time goes on so what position do you play i've honestly been all around the field <laughs> what, well, what's your favorite position um i prefer playing in the backs like yep. left or right back or in the middle as sweeper but yep. like anywhere in the back's fine i'm happy with it so you like tackling people yeah taking them out yes quite fun very entertaining women's football it just sounds to me like it's a very violent game you think we're violent? You should go watch the men's game. They're holy – you don't really want to watch it. It's actually right. very scary to watch how nasty they are and they just yell at each other and how they just kick the ball at you. I'd be running. <laughs> have, have you had injuries from playing? Um, yes, I have, which I'm hoping it doesn't come back this year. I've had a groin injury. I've had – I'm not sure. I've rolled my ankle a couple of times. Right. 
I've had something done on the top of my foot. But you're not not knowing you haven't had a slide tackle and someone's broken your leg or anything like that. Nothing. No, but I've nearly broken someone else's ankle from doing that. Okay, well that doesn't surprise me. um, Knowing you a little bit. (laughs) Oh, was it Sophie? (laughs) No, Sophie and I were playing on the same team, and she knows when I did it because the chick didn't get up. (laughs) Oh right, okay. I come back to how violent women's sport must be. Oh, it depends what mood you're in. <laughs> if you're in a good mood, it might be easy, but if you're in an angry mood, I'd be watching out. Yeah, that's good. So um, you've been playing for ages. Four years. Four years. Yeah. So what, what drew you to the idea of, of playing soccer? Because like, there are a lot of choices, like um, you, you know, hundreds of different sports and there are hundreds of, hundreds of different things that you know, a, a young person can get into. What, what kind of initially drew you to, to the game of soccer? Oh, I'm not really sure. Like, I was in year seven, year eight when I started. It was I was speaking to Laura, and she actually wanted me to come play the yep. season for the Maxwell Stingers, which was 2017. Yeah. I that year I was actually too. I wasn't supposed to play. Yeah. But I got kind of switched around, and my age changed, so oh, I could play. I don't know whether we should be recording that. <laughs> um. <laughs> I missed out on my grand final because of it, sadly. Oh, okay. So, 2017 was a good year, but I missed my grand final. Um, I don't know. It's just something I... So, so someone someone said to you, come and play this game, and you started playing it, and you just and really I, loved it. Yeah. Like, I've, I don't know. It's just something I've always maybe wanted to do. Like, I can't remember four years ago why I wanted to play it. But there's, but in, I think there's a really good message there, um, you know, and, and we could all take... Everyone could take a bit away from it. You know, someone asks you to do something and, and really before you say no, maybe you should have a go because that thing could turn out to be the thing that you really like. Which I think I did. Like I thought about it for a while and then I talked to mum and dad and they were a bit, um, not really sure. Yeah. And then I think after playing a year and a two after it, I've just enjoyed it and I've just kind of kept going with it for a while. So I'm going to come back to Matthew for a second here. What got you into gaming? I don't really know. I was just a kid and <laughs> had a PS2. Yeah. And dad, and dad, when he was home, he was playing it and kind of taught me how to play it. And It went from there. It went from there, yeah. So I, I, I think it, it, as I said, it, I do think it is interesting. It's quite intriguing that the – and, you know, it's, a, it's, it's good that you were able to – someone's able to ask you a question, come along and try this, and you were able to take it up, Kayla. I think that that's um, – because a lot of people would have gone, oh, no, no, no. It's, know maybe a bit like Sophie now like we've asked her and she's doesn't want to say anything (laughs) you still don't want to say anything Sophie she's nodding well I can still say when I played in 2017 I'm pretty sure that was my first year I was I think the ever youngest to play in the um, open seniors or women's and holy was it scary (laughs) they were twice as bigger than me they were twice as faster and I just had people running at me and my first ever game Oh my god, that was scary. I was playing against probably one of the best teams, and I was just placed on the field. And they said, "Just go for it." And I had no idea what I was doing. To to be fair, Kayla, you're not the tallest person. No. In the school. No, I'm not. I'd probably be nearly the shortest in the year. I'm the second shortest, actually. Oh well, that's something. Second shortest in year twelve. But, but, <laughs> if, but if you were playing uh, senior uh, women's football at in year seven, and you would. Could well have been half the height of some of the people you're playing. Yes, it was very scary and intimidated. Big people okay. running at you. Well, good on you for having a go. And it, well, I guess after three to four years of playing and knowing who you're against, you kind of get used to it. 
So, like, you kind of got used to people running at you and what you're going to do, how you're going to move, how you're going to get the ball and stuff like that. So, do you know, do you kind of get in your, after a few years, do you get into your head, oh, I've got to watch out for, you know, Yeah, definitely, person? 100%. Yeah. Um, since I've played, I've kept um, kind of a mental count of the people's back of shirts numbers that you should be watching out okay. for, what kind of skills, how they play, just so you, like, can have awareness of the player and also let the team know so they know if going to be a strong player or something. When you're PVP, Matthew, yeah. um, do you identify users um, that you might be playing against who you need to keep out for, keep a lookout for, or you, you don't, you just, you're just going in and uh, whoever's there is there? Yeah, well, um, when I first join a lobby and you got all your different users, they're all the same to me until you start playing a couple of matches and then you can mm. really pick out who's the, the better ones of the lot and... Yeah, try your best to avoid them or get the yeah. opportunity to take them out. <laughs> take them out. I like that. That's the spirit. Um, do you play? Um, like, do you do the Discord thing as well when you're playing? Uh, sometimes when I'm on the computer, I use Discord. But if I'm on like PlayStation, I just use the PlayStation Party Chat. Okay, so so are you playing against people primarily from Australia, or, or is it a very international scene for you? I yeah. Pretty international. I was playing DayZ for a while and I was playing with people from Holland and mm. um, America, Canada, uh, here, someone from New Zealand. So would you say you've made friends from that or, or really the, you, there's not people that you play regularly with, you're just kind of a casual user? Yeah, I've, I made one, um, one really good American friend. It was his birthday yesterday actually and then he um, also <laughs> graduated the day before. Sorry, excuse us, that was Sophie. So yeah, sorry, Matthew. You, so you you have kind of got some people that you yeah, I got one friend. It was his birthday yesterday, and he graduated the day before. Which country is that in? Uh, American. Okay. My American friend. In, he's been telling me his stories about his stories of COVID. Like it, his town's a very small town, and majority of his town's got it. Oh, that would make you quite nervous. Yeah. So, uh, what town? Do you know what town he's in? I uh, know, but he's in. Texas is in one of the more beef-producing towns okay. in that area. Yeah, right. That's really interesting. It's a. Do you talk to him about uh, political events and that kind of thing? Sometimes uh, when it comes up in conversation with other people, mm. most of the time it's just we all have a muck around and good time. Yeah, you've got – I've got your back. Yeah. That sort of thing. All right. Okay. Well, look, it's it's been super interesting speaking to – both you guys and even Sophie. <laughs> um, but <laughs> that's a very rude signal, Sophie. Um, it's, um, it's been really lovely talking to you. It's been great to hear your insights into what took place uh, and how lockdown was for you. And, and, and I guess to give us uh, that little glimmer of insight into your lives, uh, the things that interest you and uh, the things that you... Uh, kind of enjoy doing and why you enjoy doing them. And I really appreciate that your your time and the fact that you're happy to share that with us. So thanks very much for coming along. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Yeah, you're more than <laughs> welcome. So um, uh, another episode of our podcast uh, comes to a close. I'd like to thank those people who uh, listen regularly. <laughs> and um, by all means, subscribe. I think it helps us. You can grab the podcast on Spotify or iTunes or... And, um, yeah, we really appreciate you listening and we hope you take something away from it uh, as much as we do. So hang around for the next one in about a week's time. Peace.